I'm really good at dancing when the audience can't see me. <laughs> yeah. aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm Perrin. And we're without Dave, which is why you got that as your opening instead. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Cedius, and we are joined by our Die Laughing winner halfway through our season this year because scheduling sucks, and that's just how it works out. But he's here now, so he can introduce himself. Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, I'm here because of some auction collusion that worked out in my favor. Shh, don't um, talk about that. I thought the Statue of Libertations were up by then. Yeah, probably. But yeah, thanks for having me, and it should be fun. Thank you for bidding. So We appreciate it. And so does Fearless, which is you know the more important of yes. the two Vs <laughs> that I have to wear. I, the, the two hats on that one for me. Um but yeah, we uh, we we've been happy to donate a spot on our on our podcast up for bid for uh, the last well actually since the beginning of Die Laughing. So um, yeah, it's been good times. It's worked out for us. All right. So we are starting tonight with the Torin. Dun dun dun. Not 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 to be confused with that cow race in World of Warcraft. It's it's probably Toran, but yeah, or the Torin or you know Toran. Said something where you're throwing up your your um, lungs or something. <laughs> oh, I don't think um, it's Klingon. I think it's, oh, right. <laughs> it's Scotch Gaelic. And it, it's a single malt Scotch whiskey, as one would expect, given that's our show. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a product of Scotland. I just thought I'd throw that out there in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, because you know, that narrows it down. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a product of somewhere else, so that does narrow it down, actually, you know, to one small... Country, actually. If you're being picky. Yeah. Which we are. Okay. Usually. So, uh... You, you can tell me Dave is so very serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. I do, too. Well, you think after, you know, months of knowing I was going to come on the show, I would do some kind of research or something, but no. Nah. Why, why would you do we, that? Well, uh, we don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean... This, after months on this show, we, we don't. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like I said, on, honestly, several of the guests have known well in advance that they were going to be on the show, and very few of them have checked out any episodes in advance. Now, honestly, I, I have found that for the most part, it's the ones that don't know us very well are the ones that check it out. The ones that are like, we've got like personal connections because we already see things. I know Jamie through going to Fearless shows and Vilification Tennis, and so it's a different thing. He's... he's in the, the circle of friends thing, there's I'm a connection. Circle yeah. of friends. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he's not the theater people that have been probably the, the lion's share of our guests because I have no problem using one of my shows to pick <laughs> others of my shows because that's how networking works. Yeah. Yeah. Normally when you go, oh, the theater people, I would, I would then yell, nerds! <laughs> and also but, it helps to bribe my way onto their shows mm-hmm. so that I can get rid of some of the scotch in my basement. <laughs> but, but, you know. And, and really, yelling nerds is not differentiating between them, us, and most of the people we know. Yeah. And then I would also say, where, where? I could use some candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, the, uh, we've actually also had people on the show who don't drink. Oh, that was hilarious. Well, we've had one person for sure who doesn't drink, and a couple of other people who like don't drink a lot. But yeah, the one person who doesn't drink, as a, as a general rule, happened to be joining two people who we knew drank, and therefore we were going to bombard with cask strengths. So watching the person who doesn't drink 
drink cask strength was extra hilarious. Yeah. Sad I missed that. It's, it's like telling somebody how to use a shotgun by telling them, pull both triggers at once and hold it slightly away from your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that we did that to someone. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, hmm. Very Scotchy. pretty. Oh, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Got, yeah, uh, is that a peach with maybe a little apricot on it? Mm. It's a lot smoother than most scotches, I think. Yeah, I would. I would even. I'm getting a hint of banana. I know you hate them, so. No, that that's coming through later. Now that I've gone in and out a couple of times. Not. Let's see. What else do we get? Um, the banana's overripe. <laughs> I, I will give. That. I will give you that. Um, so it's the kind of banana my wife would like. The banana bread bananas. Yeah. Yeah. She. she she wants them, okay, she likes the bananas when it's speckled with black dots, mm. which is a good way of seeing that someone has the plague. <laughs> Just appetizing. Yeah. Now I'm getting a light uh, creme brulee note on top of the overripe banana. I'll buy that. I was trying to figure out if I was getting a little, maybe, um, definitely a nut- nutmeg? Maybe. Yeah, the, the banana bread statement had really put me in the hole. Yeah, definitely banana bread. Yeah. Yeah, not not banana, but banana bread with yeah. Because there's, there's the, definitely some of the like the, the cerealness of the malt is coming through. Mm-hmm. I smell scotch. Yeah, which which is a valid scent. I mean, we're we're yammering about different things. This is not like yeah. you know. I also broke my nose when I was younger, and I got my smell isn't the greatest, so I'll play that's quite all right. Now it's fading into some vanilla. So, so the more you play with the nose on this one without resetting, mm-hmm. it keeps shifting. I, I kind of like it. It's a nice yeah. chameleon. Well, and and uh, well, I know you're not fond of the banana part of the banana bread. Generally not. It's um, I have found all of these to be. I like. I do like a, the the sweet notes. The the they're all things I would enjoy eating. Mm. So smelling the scotch, I'm like in the right frame of mind to enjoy it. Yeah, that makes I sense. Mean, because sometimes you're like, hmm, uh, I'm getting shoe leather <laughs> and uh, uh, medicine. And, yeah, <laughs> go there. Um, but, you know, and, and those scotches can be really tasty. Mm-hmm. But The um, smell just puts you off first. Well, it doesn't put you in the frame of mind, mind of this should taste awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Very light. Yeah. Definitely um, got them sweet. Mm-hmm. Little warming, yeah. I can feel it going down still. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and it may be just because I said the words. I'm getting um, a. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a turpentine, but a, a pine salt. Mm-hmm. A, a, a very. Did you sure you clean it? It's glass? making me think of gin. Slightly. Okay. I can see where you're going with that. I'm getting that in the in the mid to late finish. I'm getting yeah. a very jinniperness. Yeah, juniper. But I'll yeah. do. It's not bad, and I usually hate gin. Um, but it doesn't. It surprised me because it's not quite what I expected from the the nose. Then again, I knew nothing. It wasn't like I was drinking um, mm. um, uh, late late harvest riesling or something like right. that. Yeah, this is this is very pleasant. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's a. Uh, I should also comment briefly on the color. It, it, it's a deeper straw. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's got. It's, it's just beginning to fade into amber, but it's definitely 
But primarily, yeah. Mine's completely clear. <laughs> I think you might have drunk most Yeah, you, you, you might have a capacity error there. I, I see. I can remember um, Maybe if we have to drink that again. Or... Well, you're, we're, we're going to have to pour a little bit more into yours because you need to touch it with some water. water. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, you're talking about that, that, that's that, okay. that gin taste, and I needed to... Yeah, yeah no, 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 we understand. All for science. But yeah, face yeah. yourself, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, Drip of water there, and now we use the the bottle cap. Well, I use the bottle cap because I don't trust my pour. Gotcha. And and I've had a tragic blurk accident. A blurk accident. Blurk. Ah. Um. Where suddenly, oh. you know, where the oh, I don't want to spill water on the table, so I'll do it over the oh. Oops. Oh. And I'm not talented with uh, pouring. That's all right. Cap, that, that, that's all right. Um, I would say. Like I said, the strong sweetness, maybe it's still a touch of vanilla in the palate for me, but yeah, it definitely fades into like a soft, not, it's not a strong gin in the finish, but it's, it's certainly there. But yeah, this, I, is, this is really pleasant. It's I, I very, like it. It's very pleasant, and I would say inoffensive. And I don't mean yeah. that, I don't mean that in the way that, you know, oh, an inoffensive little blah, blah, blah. I mean in a, there's really nothing unpleasant about it right and it's it's friendly oh and it's it, extremely smooth you could just yeah. drink this i was gonna say like i'm i'm more partial to um irish whiskeys i know that's my blasphemy for a scotch oh no, no that's fine but, but it yeah. actually it kind of reminds me more of a irish whiskey where it's kind of smoother than like the smoky finish that i usually get with I, I would say this, this is smoother than most irishes that i've had i mean it's definitely smoother it, than jameson straight up the, oh. the 1780 is where the smoothness maybe would start to be on apparel but even that's a little sharper this you're looking be, at my goal. This would actually be something I would I would recommend to people as a, an intro. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Well, actually, as far as that goes, since uh, when we do theme shows, it's okay to give the theme. Yeah. Uh, that plays nicely because this, along with the other pour we will be having in this particular show, is in our Scotch of the Cheap, which means the bottle is under $30. Uh, this one, I feel, I think was... A 20 or 25 and I want to say I got it at Total Wine. I know it was one I did not get at um, our usual store of top value on 50th and Central in, in uh, Columbia Heights. But uh, yeah, this is this is a relatively inexpensive scotch. So the fact that it is this good for this low, I, the question is whether or not I'm going to like it more or less than the Drumgwish, which is right now the winner of the scotches on the cheap for me. Um, with the the nose drops out a lot of the sweetness when it with wet. Mm. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say is um, early on with the with the just early part of the finish moving out of the palate. If you cautiously inhale, I, I was very much getting your your pintol or lysol mm -hmm. um, mm. aspect to it. But if you kept your mouth closed and just let it sit for a, a little bit before you opened up. It, it stayed just with the with the finish that we had previously described. So, the nose wet I found more towards the gin. Um, I'm still getting just the a really strong sweetness. Yeah, the fruitiness of it has dropped out. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean it smells just like the gin. I'm saying it has moved towards the gin. Sure. From yeah. from it, its original. Okay. Very fruity, very uh, banana bread um, sweetness. It still has some sweet notes to it, but uh, I'm now picking up some of the the juniper. Sure. 
Almost feels a little buttery now. Yeah, I actually get that. I'm just, I, I need to go smell some butter. <laughs> I fry with it a lot, so I, I, I'll I be smell. in my bunk. Yeah, I'm not sure I can More agree butter. with the gin. Like, I don't know. Maybe my nose isn't as, uh... No, it's, uh, the, the thing is, it's... Uh, now I'm getting where you're going. My, my nose had to be in it for a while before I... There's really no the right or wrong. I mean, it truly, like, occasionally I'll go read tasting notes online, and I'm like, half of them I, I don't get. Yeah. And the other half I'm not sure I agree with. Um, but, you know, it's... It's personal. It's mm. what does it smell like to you? I mean, I think I would look a little odd, oddly at you if you were like uh, leather and smoke, <laughs> because I'm like I I don't get any leather and I don't get any smoke. Mm-hmm. But if that's what you got, that's what you got. I mean, you know. Hmm. So with the water, um, it still starts smooth, but if you breathe in early. It's going to hit you a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. It's gotten a little sharper. But it's not bad. No, it's, it's, it's still really good. I, I mean, think I would prefer it neat myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely, a, I think, a, a better neat. But uh, unlike some where it's like, okay, dry, okay neat and horrible wet, oh. this is good neat and adequate. Yeah, if, if I were to make the mistake of adding water later, because, you know, I, I do these on the show, and we record the scores, but I don't record whether or not we preferred it neat or wet as a um, general rule, which is something I really probably should have been doing all along. We usually say when we give the score, so those of you who listen will know, but for those of you who just referenced the, the summary page on the website, which is usually grossly out of date, and I updated just before the shopping trip in November, um... <laughs> You will find that uh, that is not something we put there. But this is one where if you definitely do it neat, but if you accidentally add water, you're not going to be, you know, crying into your scotch. It's, it, it's still okay. It's just not quite as good as it was before. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with this. Yeah, me too. Uh, words out of my mouth. For something I really didn't expect. Oh, I think I'll add that to my liquor shelf. Was... Yeah, and like I said, considering it a, a cheap. One. Yeah, um, that makes it even better. Now, what I have found is some of the ones that we've done that were cheap have have moved just out of the cheap range. Um, so I think we must have caught them when they were just being introduced mm-hmm. and didn't realize that they had a winner on their hands, and they've they've upped the price since. Mm. Um, or also, scotch as a whole. And stores can vary greatly in their pricing of things as well. I have seen um, the McClelland. Um, independent bottler, the the one that has a space side, an Ely, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the representative um, region lines. What um, do you guys think of the McClellan? Be as cheap as twenty and be as much as fifty five. Um, most places have it under thirty, but okay. um, we really like the the Isla or the Ely. However, was that the high, isn't there like a Highland one? Or a there's a Highland, yeah. a Lowland, an Ile, and a space side. Um, and, and, and the Isla is the, the one that we probably like the most. That's because we are prone to liking being yeah. smoky. Um, but all of them have been very good. Um, um, I had to try some just because of the namesake. I think it's McClellan. McClellan. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of it, actually. My wife was a Grant, so we had to stop at the Grant Distillery. Yeah. <laughs> the Toran Highland Single Malt 
is prepared in the traditional manner with malted barley, flavored by the smoke of peat from mountain glens, the pure natural water flowing over the hard granite rocks provides the foundation from which the Turan malt is distilled. The Turan brings to your glass the flavors, a flavor of its heritage. Fine Scotch malt whiskey. Well, I can't really argue with any of that. Yeah. It's completely uninformative, but, you know, <laughs> it for, for what it does not say, it says it accurately. Mm-hmm. It is a single malt scotch <laughs> made with malted barley and peat, peat. and it's made in Scotland, made in Scotland <laughs> and it's made the way scotches are made. Yeah, I'll say I didn't get a lot of peat, and, and this one may be an actual Highland Highland versus the Speyside Highlands that we sometimes see. It, it, it never says Speyside anywhere on there, so this one may be a true Highland. So I was um, talking to a Canadian the, once, and they said the difference. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they said that he said the difference in Scotch was um, based on what side of the island it was right. made on. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. There's there's what well five, six. You can get in delicious arguments over the regions of of what. Yeah, I'm 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 willing to give it. Six insofar as there's the, the sixth one is actually five or six things summarized as a singular. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Speyside, Highland, Lowland, and Isla, and those are the ones that are unquestionable. Then you have Campbellton, which is, I would say, justifiably its own region. Um, they they do seem to have a consistency in their flavor. Uh, and that being one that generally we don't like so much. Hmm. Yeah. The last one is Islands, but each island is pretty distinct, as uh, both Highland Park and Scapa on Orkney um, have a, a similar profile, distinctly different from Jura, distinctly different from um, the Tobamori, which is on Mull, uh, distinctly different from the Talisker, which is on Skye. Hmm. So, but I'm not willing to, to say that any of those are a region when you have one distillery on an island with a distinct taste that doesn't, to me, make it a... No, that's why islands right. is the region, but, right. but the region as a whole doesn't have a commonality of flavor. Right, so it's sort of like, so you know, weird. all these completely different things will be the same. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I am delightfully pleased by this. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Um, and uh, I'm... It, it is not a knock-your-socks-off scotch, but I have really no negative things to say. Um, uh, I, and, and I was surprisingly pleased with it wet. Um, and with its price, which, given that I know the theme of the show, I, I kind of have right. to know. Um, boy, I'm going gonna, gonna to give this a 3.8. Um yeah, I, I'm surprised I'm going as high as that, but it, I, there you go. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that you guys invited me to the theme of the show with the cheap scotches. That's very uh, astute of you guys. But, um, uh, yeah, I would actually give it, like, I don't know, I'll go 3.85, just because, I, I don't know, I'm used to a lot harsher with, uh, scotches, and that was really smooth for me. It's almost like a summertime. Like, I could see myself drinking that on, like, a mm-hmm. river or something or mm-hmm. a boat. 
This is this is definitely not what one envisions as a winter scotch. No, no, this is definitely a, a warmer weather scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in terms of that, I I did question whether or not it was a justifiable thing to do to do a scotch on the cheap episode with the auction winner because I told myself last year <laughs> that I wasn't going to do that and I didn't. Sorry, I'm a cheap date. But then I I, lo- I, I looked at, at what I had in the kitty downstairs, and there's another Scotch on the Cheap show that we need to do before the, sh- the season ends. And so to keep them at a distance apart from each other, I had a choice to do it this month. But if it works out for you, that's great, because now, hey, hey look, I'm tasting Scotch I can afford. <laughs> because sometimes that's the way it plays. Um, I really died on this. Um, it, it was very smooth. Uh, I like the sweetness to it. Um, the nose had that hint of banana, but it wasn't anywhere in the palate for me, which made it absolutely acceptable. Um, and I, even with that banana there, like I said, it, it, the nose kept shifting on me, so it was not mm-hmm. always there, and I could always just keep enjoying it. Well, it was more banana bready, yeah, which you don't find as well. It it it, it phased. I got the overripe banana, and then I got the banana bread, mm-hmm. and the banana went away. Um, so. Thereby becoming your favorite part of the banana. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still in a debate as to whether or not I should score this better than the Drum Gwish, because I really like the Drum Gwish. Um, it, it certainly isn't a four. Um, it, it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not quite that good. But it's really good, and I think I'm going to have to do it uh, a, a better than the Drum Gwish, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Perrin. I think it's a 3.8. Yeah, it, it's... It is an outstanding, inexpensive scotch. Yeah, this is definitely something that would be good for uh, intro if you're not familiar with scotch as a whole and don't want to spend money trying to figure out if you like scotch. Um, it's it's not going to, to make people who are, um, oh, I don't like strong... I mean, yeah, it's still scotch. It's, right. Um, I was just about to look at what the percent was. 40, 40, straight up. I'm, I'm pretty... Yep. Yeah, it wasn't... Not a surprise. No. Um, but it doesn't come off as particularly strong and aggressive. So even people who are like, oh, I don't really like strong drink, they're not going to be mm-hmm. doing the... <gasps> yeah, and as Jamie said earlier, I think if you're an Irish whiskey drinker, moving over to this would not be a hard step. Mm-hmm. So. so, a delightful gateway scotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we move on to the second pour, uh, which parent can get going while yeah. we're doing this, um, tell us a little about about uh, like things you do or things you're interested in. Oh, I get to plug my things. Yeah, yeah, that, you do. It's always a uh, thing. Well, I just have to give a shout out to Musa Kickball. It's um, amazingly fun. Thing. Yeah, Musa Midwest Unconventional Sports Association. Uh, <laughs> we play kickball all the time. It's a great, great, great time with great people. Uh, if anyone's interested. You know, look us up, Musa, Minnesota. Um, we're like this weekend. We were actually going to the juvenile correctional facility in Lionel Lakes and playing kickball volunteer with uh, the inmates there. So Sorry. we're good for the community too. Um, awesome! It's a it's a great program, especially if you just want to have fun with people. You know, you're not sports stars. We play kickball. We drink. Like our our motto is kick, rinse, repeat. And so like <laughs> we, we play kickball and drink. And so. I should start basing my uh, my scores off of whether or not it would taste good at a kickball game. Just well, there you go. Do you do you play in any particular area normally? Uh, so mostly there's Bloomington and St. Paul Fields. Um, we t- tend to stay away from the Minnesota Fields because they don't allow actual beer. They like you can mm-hmm. only get like three two beer on your field. I don't. Know, the police probably don't even. 
like check, but they're a lot more stingy in Minnesota fields or Minneapolis fields. I'm but just picturing somebody coming up, yeah, drink, swish, <laughs> spit, three point eight, take yeah, them away, yeah, Chauncey. Oh, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, now, are these pickup games? I mean, it sounds uh, like you have a league, but yep, I mean, it's a league. if somebody said, "I feel like playing some kickball," so um, there is there is a kind of like a free agent. Uh, like waiver wire on the site. Like if you're like, oh, I don't really want to uh, fill my own team. I'll just throw my name out there. If another team needs a person, they'll pick them up. Um, there's also a summer league in between the two fall and uh, spring leagues called Premium, and everyone signs up as a like individual, and then it's just like old school recess where the captains like pick their own squad, and that's just a good way to meet a bunch of new people. Like especially if you're on a team in the spring and the fall. You actually get to meet other people from other teams because you don't necessarily have to get to play with them. So cool. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. I uh, I have not played kickball for many a year. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's been a long time for me, and uh, I, I, I do remember I, I used to put a wicked spin in the ball when I was pitching. Ah, a wicked googly. <laughs> do Do you use? Um, uh, uh, kickball specific terms or have you adopted cricket terms for all of your uh, for your plays? For our plays? I wish uh, we were clever enough to do that, but no, we just kind of make up our own it's, uh, I don't know, drunken banter that just gets <laughs> that gets invented. I, uh, I'm now picturing what kind of like throw or kick is known as a drunken banter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the man bunt, the munt is a is a one that everyone you know gets up in arms about. Like you know, you should kick the ball. It's called kick ball, not you know munt ball. Uh, <laughs> oh, now I want to see a team playing munt ball. Munt ball, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Though. It is. It is a lot of fun. How long does a game of kickball usually take? Uh, it's we can usually get nine innings in within an hour. Uh. It's it's usually an hour or nine innings, whatever comes first, or passing out, or passing out, depending yeah, on. Yeah. It's not your first game of the day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, fair enough. You play on a standard baseball diamond, then? Yep. Yep. Softball, I guess. Um, and it just seems to get further and further every year I play. <laughs> just, <laughs> the baselines get a little longer. Yeah, a little longer. Yeah. First, they're home to first, man. It's. So what does it take to kick a home run? A lot of luck and bad fielding. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, some some people can kick it. Some people can just bomb it. But most of the time, it's someone overthrowing or wanting to gun down the person, the runner, and just completely missing it, and the runner just keeps running. Back when I was in college, there was a game that played at Carlton called Rockblatt, named after Marvin J. Rockblatt. One of the White Sox's worst pitchers ever, oh. um, and there was a uh, extensive amount of drinking in that game. Yeah. So I can I can I approve already. I can sympathize with the. Uh, well, it for example, if it was a close play, you would have a drink off. Oh. And uh, if you knocked over, for example, the pitcher's beer or a baseman's, you were out because, dear God. What have, you, yeah. what have you done? You madman. So, well, Commissioner, I'm, if you're listening, that's a great idea for another league. I mean, rather than have an <laughs> argument, just yeah. 
And then once a year, they would play one inning for every year that the college had been in existence. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was 115. <laughs> they would start early in the morning, and they would play all day. And people would drift in and, in and join teams and leave teams. And there would be uh, the occasional nude inning, depending oh. on how they felt like playing. And yeah, there would be too. <laughs> uh, when there was, like, it's taking too long, so they would do a five-inning bat relay uh, up a hill. Oh, jeez. So there was a whole, yeah, there, it was mainly a spectator sport. I <laughs> nothing nothing quite like watching mostly drunk people attempt to run up or down a hill yeah. while dizzy and drunk. I feel like I would love that game too much, and I'd play it where I'd actually bring my life expectancy down because I couldn't <laughs> stop playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. <laughs> but, you know, most of the people who play it are, are college students, so... You know, they're invincible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm invincible! <laughs> now give me that beer. Um, so, we are drinking, for our second drink, the Trader Joe's Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged eight years. So this is the younger brother of the uh, Trader Joe's Speyside we did back in episode 79, ten episodes ago. There you I go. see what you did there. I know. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that nifty? Yeah. Um, that so what, one, what episode that, would this be then? Do the math yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now, the sadness on that is that the 13-year did not fare well with anybody. Hmm. I was the most generous and gave it a 2-6. So... Expectations are not living high for me. The Kel the, the the Trader Joe's what storm? The uh, the, the, the uh, Isla Storm. Isla Storm. However, was fabulous. Kick ass. I think we almost gave that a four. I think I think we couldn't let the Scotch and the Cheat be a four, so I think we gave it a three nine. But it it was it was a solid outing. So um, well, yeah, that one, one that one was sometime last year. Yeah, nose is okay so far. The 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 nose is. Standard space. I I'm a little confused. Um, a little little salty. Mm-hmm. A little. Uh, it smells like it's a, a young scotch. Yeah, a little peaty. Oh, see, I'm not really getting much for peat. It's actually got a slightly sweet nose. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a sweetness. I call it a caramely sweetness. Although the color, a little darker than the last one, but yeah. not by much. Not not like. Oh, we've dumped a gallon of caramel into the... It's, it's you know, American piss water beer color. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Budweiser-y. Yeah. I wasn't going to get specific with my piss water. Oh, I'm fine. You know, I didn't say it was past. <laughs> no. Hey, that's I, an award-winning beer. I, I imagine that's a little ribbon. bit darker. What, did it, what award did it win? It won a blue ribbon. Mm, yeah, that ribbon. doesn't... It, Two drums and a cymbal fall down the hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I know many people, well, I can't say many people listening because there probably aren't, but <laughs> many people who know who, who are out at Fest know the joke, but it's still, I've been, always enjoyed people who drink Guinness when they have to go pee. Excuse me, I have to go make Pabst. Uh, but kind of, an, uh, other than the sweetness and... Uh, maybe a lavender note? Yeah, there's... Lavender. We're classy. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's some sort of floral on top of it. I mean, it, it, it's, it smells kind of lavender to me. Yeah. It smells like scotch. Not honeysuckle or anything like that. No. It's, but, uh, you know, pleasant, but not 
Now, uh, I'm trying to see. Maybe I'm, I'm having trouble discerning between like uh, a sweet apple and the flower. So I was just getting a cerealness. I wasn't necessarily getting any kind of fruit. Well, let me reset and go back in. You know, because maybe maybe it's an Evan apple. Don't just don't. Had one of those the other day at Trader Joe's. Oh my. You know, where the scotch is from. Dun, dun, dun. The plot thickens. Coincidence? I don't think so. Finally got around to eating one of the opals that I've had in my fridge for six months. It's actually really good. Isn't that a gemstone? Yes. He, an apple. he eats stones. Oh. It explains quite a bit. Yeah, it does. And then I think I had a jazz. And that one was also pretty good. Isn't that a type of music? <laughs> their, their hands. Um, uh, yeah. There's there's all kinds of weird names down. There's also a cameo, <laughs> so makes an appearance and then goes away. Yes, which is what it does in the stores because it's only there for like a week. Yeah, you know I love the fact. Makes for great uh, dried apples though. Cameo. I love the fact Minnesota has such a wide variety of apples, but there's a point where sometimes you're like, I liked an apple and then it was gone and I've never found it again. Mm-hmm. God damn you apples. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not really getting much more in the nose. Briefly, I got maybe a white fruit, but I couldn't nail it down. Hmm. And then it goes away. So that that's a quick on a reset. I'll get that, but then it's just buried by everything else. Burst of sweetness on the on the palate. Yeah. Not um, what I expected. No. Uh, a strong sweetness. Long finish. A burst of warmth. Yeah. Not quite as warming as the last one, but it's there. No, but... And it hits later. Yeah. Than the yeah. Other one, certainly. Part of me wanted to... Uh, no, no. I, I was, I was going to say uh, a fruit, and, and I, I think I'm wishing it had that fruit quality. Um, I'm giving it a honey sweetness with maybe yeah. the lightest touch of vanilla. Um, it's reminding me of Trader Joe's... I'm stuck on Trader Joe's stuff. Trader Joe's Honey O's. A little maltiness uh, or cereal... And uh, a light, sweet honey. Yeah. The maltiness is definitely there. They've created scotch from their cereal. <laughs> Those madmen! I just picture them in the back putting whatever the hell broke, gets, like, falls off the back of the truck into their... <laughs> Through a device known as a scotchifier. Yeah. <laughs> God, I want one. <laughs> Quick, scotchify it. It, 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 it's like the Bodnar uh, ability of making cooking out of, like, shoe leather or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, for those of you who didn't know, was a World of Darkness reference. Mm-hmm. My wife would have gotten it. She's a geek. No, um... Surprisingly pleasant. Uh, for an immature... Upstarty eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not having too much complaint on it. it. It's. It's certainly not particularly exciting either. No, but I don't hate it. Which, for some reason, I was expecting it to be a lot more harsh, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's actually kind of sweet." Like, you're, well, young scotches often are really harsh, and uh, I'm pleasantly surprised at this one. I mean. The scotch on the cheap episodes are 
really hot hit and miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had some fabulous yeah. ones, and we've had some where you're like, the Drumgush, the Glenn Kirk, and the Glenn Murray have done okay to middling, and then we've had things like Lismore. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't speak of the Lismore, but. The thing is that uh, what's almost the saddest, because if you drink one and you're like, oh, that's just, that's not good. I don't like that. That's mm-hmm. too, you can just be like, well, it's it's immature and I don't like it. The ones that I really am sad about are the ones where you're like, I want to know what this is going to be like in seven more years. Mm. You know, what is this like as a 12 or a 15 or an 18? And, and you probably won't know because... Maybe they'll come out with something, or or maybe not, and you'll never know if it's that mm-hmm. aged. But did you say that the last one was aged thirteen years? No, the the other space sign, um, the other Trader Joe's space sign was thirteen. The oh. the Turan doesn't have any age statement on it at all, which probably means it's probably eight, eight to ten. Yeah. So I took a sip and I kind of pushed it around my mouth a little bit, let some air hit it. Uh, I got just a touch of maybe a Brayburn apple and then maybe just a little hint of banana as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a particularly strong palate. No, but not unpleasant. No, this this was not bad. What? It, um, it's faded a lot. I'm really not, I mean, I'm getting... Yeah, the first note I went in was actually kind of chocolate. It was weird. Um, Chuck, uh... Coffeeophyan. Yeah, I'm gonna do reset as well. You got a little medicinal after the chocolate. Mm. I'm 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 getting something, but I'm not sure if I can call it chocolate or just a slight sweetness. But nothing that tells me you're completely out of your mind. I mean, other than the fact I know you, <laughs> right? Any more out of your mind? So now you go. You've been to a lot of fearless shows. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and Bill and yeah, yeah, and all ours. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good time. You ever you ever said to yourself, I can do that? Um, bunch of bunch of <laughs> bunch of jackasses. I could get up there and insult them. Well, my favorite was that when you start hearing the reoccurring jokes and not you realizing that you know it's not new every single time. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I could probably write something like that. But then I go, no, I'd probably just steal it from Reddit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's been my trouble as well, is I don't know that I can come up with enough original stuff to do the full amateur show the way they do it, because, wow, is that a hard show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've sat and I've counted internally the number of jokes they have to throw, that whoa, you've got to have a deep list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deeper than a lot of the cast that, that our regulars have mm-hmm. to do the amateur show, and it was just brutal. Well, I remember when they first started the amateur show, it, they were having a lot more trouble getting enough people and enough good amateurs that that I don't think it was nearly as like we're gonna gr- we're gonna really grind at people and yeah and I, I, push. I yeah I think I've been to every amateur show save the one where Nick won um, and. Well, the fix was in on that one. It was but Molly's Nick, which Nick? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's pretty um, funny, though. And I don't know... And, and, I, okay, and I also missed the very first one, uh, where... I joke, of course. Where Alex um, won uh, prior to uh, his transition. 
so it was under a different name. But um, I don't. Had surgery. I don't. I, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know if the surgery happened, but dead name. So I'm not going to use it. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen less than six people. There might have been five. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's been six the, or seven most years. Really, the one I remember was four. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, my memory may be playing me false, but it just feels like... Then maybe you caught the it, first one. Yeah, heard. maybe that's it. But I mean, it just feels like it's got the competition has gotten fiercer mm-hmm. as time has passed. Yeah. Um, it's not that I ever felt getting on, you know, winning that would be easy. Right. But... But it was usually like there were one or two people who were clearly that they're oh they're, 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 there have been a number of times where it was pretty evident in round one who was going to emerge the victor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been very impressed by the number of times it's been very close yeah. as well. So yeah. the last couple of years have just been like wow. Now so. the fact that I know most of the people who do that show pretty well really makes me doubt the sanity of those who try and get on it. <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, really. Cause this is true. We've had half of the cast on the show at some point or another. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but hey, whatever floats their boat. So, let's see. Yeah, I've, I've only ever come up with one insult that the cast as a whole thought was a good zinger and, and was keepable. Everything else has been like, no, that's too weak or too close to somebody else's. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's one of the hard parts, I would imagine, is the weak, I mean, weak, strong. Sometimes I would disagree. I, sometimes I felt that some of the jokes that they made, that obviously they felt were strong enough. Like, hmm. Yeah. For, for, for those of you who are not local and there have no idea what we're talking about, Vilification Tennis is an insult show that is full of uh, what is usually known as snaps, um, or or at least the, the the base jokes start as snaps, and then they've kind of evolved from there. So it's it's the yo mama joke. Yeah. So uh, they they have what they call the four staples. There's there's the fat mom, the short dick, the slut, and the fat. Um, I'm sorry, I thought I said no, not quite. Fat, fat, fat. Uh, ugly. Dip, dodge, oh, yes. dug. Yes, <laughs> ugly. Ah, uh, yes. So, um, or stupid. It was. I'm sorry. It was stupid, not ugly. Um, well, and no, stupid I, is ugly. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to <laughs> uh, And and the only one that I have is a is a stupid. So, yeah. The the but I there given how many people have done Bill over how long coming up with ones that don't even if, even if you come up with it completely independently. Mm-hmm. Having it not tread close to the the joke of someone else is, yeah. is hard. Yeah. The, the the close is alleviated by the stylistic differences in delivery. Yeah. yeah. And because I've been part, or well not part, but I've I've been going to the shows for so long, and I've been part of Fearless, of which many Vell members are are also members. Um, I find that I know exactly whose styles I'm combining mm-hmm. to do my jokes, and I can. So it's. I I'd like to see a show done entirely in the style of Captain Kirk. <laughs> Yo, Mama, so that I can't believe that you know it just. I feel like Duck would win. Um, seen him do I, Captain Kirk. It, it it would depend very highly. Yes, I I've also seen Duck. He was part of a show where he he played Shatner. Oh. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Your dick is so small. The only way to split it would be 
Theoretically. That's <laughs> a good one. Oh, it's, uh, that's totally stolen. No, that's stolen. But, but I mean, it's, I'm just enjoying the, the picturing her delivering it yeah. like William Shatner yeah. being an over-the-top Captain Kirk. So, no, it, 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 it's a fun show to watch, but if, if you've gone to nearly every show for the last seven years, like I have, um, you look for the new insults and are very happy when you find one yeah. that, that yeah. you actually like and, and hope that that one comes back. But sadly, often the, the, the good new insults are themed to whatever the theme of that particular show is, because that's the, the one thing that they do outside of the... the Renaissance Festival is that they have a overriding theme um, to try to encourage the performers to come up with new material. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the themes can be really weird. <laughs> um, they've done obvious themes like um, you know, sex or uh, emphasis on the stupid joke or emphasis on the slut joke or mm-hmm. emphasis on, on the fat joke. Um, they also did an Arbor Day show. <laughs> I imagine there were a lot of wood jokes. There, there were a fair number of wood jokes. <laughs> um, I've I've always enjoyed game show, which they've not done the last two years, which makes me sad because I used to like getting up and and I, I have twice, at least once, I think twice, done the family feud. I I uh, that, I got the match game and I won my my coffee mug for work, which is the um, uh, Shakespearean insult coffee mug. It's covered entirely with Shakespearean insults, ah. and uh, I, I quite enjoy it. But back to the scotch. Yeah, so there wasn't much to the nose. No. The palate, nice. It was, uh, I almost oh. like it better. Hmm. A little, a little burn initially, mm-hmm. but not bad. Not, not like rough, just... You can tell there's a little alcohol here. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a. I get a fair amount of flavor in the palate. I just don't know what that flavor is. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I'll go. I'll I'll agree with that. I am I am not. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I drank mine before we got on a tangent of villain, so now mm-hmm. I'm trying to you know remember what it was. But I thought like the flavor came out at first and died down faster than it did without the water in it. Yeah, a much shorter finish. Yeah. I, will, I will totally agree with you on that. Um, but not unpleasant. It's hard to... Nothing is outstanding in the flavors that says, I am... Okay, I don't know why graham cracker just popped in my head. <laughs> See, I'm getting candy corn. <laughs> I think I'm going to just start naming things I ate in the last graham, few days. Graham corn. <laughs> um... I'm not saying it tasted like graham cracker. I'm just saying, for some reason, honey graham. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Just popped in mm. as I was. Um, but it, it, there's nothing outstand uh, that nothing that stands out. Mm. And, I mean, I, I'm not saying outstanding versus lousy. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing that leaps out as I am the strong flavor you're getting in the yeah. palate. There's a, a couple very sort of subtle. Flavors, but uh, yeah, I'll see your honey gram. Uh, that that's that's pretty apt because there was there was an aspect over and above that candy corn flavor that I was getting that I, I really think honey gram is the better description. Well, let's see. 
We already told you it was aged eight years, matured in oak casks. Yeah, sadly, it does not have a, a, a case, and it doesn't have oh. much on the label. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> Named for its location bordering the River Spey, Speyside is the true heart of Scotch whiskey production. Each whiskey region has its own defining characteristics, and Speyside single malts tend to have sl- slight sweetness and with toffee notes and a floral elegance. Trader Joe's eight-year-old Speyside single malt has been aged in the very finest old casks for over eight years and typifies this legendary region. This excellent whiskey it's, is light honey golden color with flavors of caramel, dried apricots, vanilla, and light cinnamon spice, leading to a smooth, oaky finish. I don't think I got any cinnamon. Yeah, I, I'm going to go cork dorkery on the notes there. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled they put them in there. Mm-hmm. Cork dorkery or not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, not... Um, I thought the toffee was kind of... I didn't think about that. Like, I guess the toffee would be... Of those, that's the one I would maybe give it. But no... They, they don't actually say it had toffee. Oh, oh I thought they did. You're, 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 you're both insane. Mm-hmm. Um, light honey gold with flavors of caramel, dried oh. apricots... Vanilla and light cinnamon spice. No, read it up there. I think before they said that, they said something about it. Oh, oh, oh. Right the color. Speyside single malts tend to have slight sweetness with toffee notes and floral elegance. Okay, yes. Yes. Right. But not this one. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. Tom, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> you, you say toffee, I say caramel. I don't, I, whatever. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, uh. Would would you care to start the the bidding, or would you like me to? Um, I think this is better than the last one. Hmm. Um, not not the last one we tasted today, oh. but the the other the space side, yeah, the thirteen year. Um, but I still can't really give it anything better than average, so I'm just going to give it the straight three. Mm. I liked it a little better than average, um, not a lot, but even wet, it was not unpleasant. It didn't totally fade out. So I'm going to give it a one, or sorry, a 3.12. Um, not bad. And I imagine, how much was it? Uh, this was be, this would be another $20 bottle. Yeah, you know, for, for 20, 25 bucks, um, not... Definitely one I would happily send somebody into Trader Joe's and say, yeah, try the try the eight. I, I would first send them in to try the uh, Taran. Right. But, but if we were at a Trader Joe's, yeah, nothing wrong with trying this one. Yeah, and I think you were pretty accurate there because I was planning on giving it pie, so that's really close. Well, there we go. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll rate it a pie. All right. The second time that it's officially been rated. On here, I thought I was original. Mm-hmm. It's possibly the third time, but definitely the second, because it's the second on this page. <laughs> <laughs> and this page has the last six months worth of shows. So, but um, I'm really, I'm really pleased. You know, neither of those was unpleasant. No, they wasn't. The first one was distinctly better, but the second one wasn't mm. bad. It just was like, eh, okay. Um, and for cheap. I mean, think of all the ones we've had that are quite expensive, where we're like, oh, oh here's, here's a $120 bottle of scotch. Blah. 
What were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, right. really, it really makes me wonder, though, that that how you get the the brew ma- or the the the, um, the distiller distillery masters. It's like they can produce this for cheap. What what are they? Why are they so wrong on these other ones? It's all about where you're doing it. Maybe the water is just not right. <laughs> but so, go ahead. Before we get out of here, uh, a couple of things to pimp. Um, Fearless Lab will be coming up the second Tuesday in October. I don't have the number of that day uh, in front of me right now, but it is the second Tuesday in October. Um, I am, again, not performing, but I will definitely be present. I'm probably going to be working the door. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but the last few lab shows have, have been outstanding. Um, there's a distinct possibility that Mary Jo Peel will be back again. Um, cool. Either this month or next. We'll have to see. Um, she's definitely talking about wanting to, to try out something new again. Um, and Matt's just trying to work out when she's going to be able to, to fit in with the, the schedule. So, um, yeah, we, we've, we've had a, a number of people come out. Uh, Jade Cook uh, has gotten back in the mix. She, she's been there frequently. She's a, a great local stand-up uh, whose stuff I like seeing. Um, and then Fearless will be doing our next uh, new scripted show. Um, first run of Masquerade at Barnard's, a Shakespearean weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> which will be at the Phoenix Theater the last three weekends in October. Uh, and during the week, there will be a number of uh, different shows that Fearless will be putting on. We're going to have uh, an improv show, a sketch show. Uh, it looks like we're putting together a uh, comedy music show, which will likely have uh, not just... Uh, our, our own uh, Doom Kitten and, oh jeez, I can't remember the name of them now, uh, Nathan Gerber, our company member Nathan Gerber, his, uh, his two-man act. Um, we also, at Fearless Lab last month, debuted a uh, local nerdcore rap act that will likely also jump in on this musical thing, which uh, also has um, a new company member, uh, Jason. So, um, you should definitely try to Keep an eye on the Fearless Facebook page. We will definitely be detailing what's going on uh, through that run um, on, on there. Um, definitely come check that out. And, and Masquerade at Barnard's is likely going to be hilarious because Weekend at Bernie's was, was, was good. And the people who are putting this together are, are proven uh, luminaries. We've got Doug Washington um, primarily doing the Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, friend of the show, guest of the show. Um, and the person who helped him with the Shakespearean dialogue was Brian Watson Jones, who I used to work with um, as a member of the Rocky Horror Shadowcast. Uh, and he has also done previous Shakespearean adaptations. Um, and he is also one of the people who does the Klingon Christmas Carol. Ah, nice. So, which will also be coming up in December. Um, which has uh, several former guests of the show in it as well. As long as you stay more Weekend at Bernie's and not Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> yes, I, I imagine they are going to very much stay with the first one. Good. So, Anything anything you would like to cook? Uh, play kickball more. I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> um, I, I, I will pimp uh, Patrick Miller Construction. They will be ripping these sides off my house sometime mm-hmm. in this month. And uh, I'm very excited about that while I cry a lot and watch my wallet disappear. Mm. 
So there you go. <laughs> yep, yep, that's a thing. So the last order of business is simply to toast out the show. And so as per usual, we spring on our guests. Do you have a toast that you would like to give to close out the show? It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Oh, just... man, I wish you would have given me some... We don't do that, but when yeah. you come back in two weeks, you'll know now that you Ooh. have to do a toast. I'm so. coming back in two weeks? Yes, you're coming back in two weeks. Right, two That's weeks. Fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, man, I was at the Renaissance Fair, and there was a drinking song that was really good, but now I'm not going to remember, but it's like, drink, we drink to life. Nah, fuck it, I don't remember. Well, here, Sorry. I'll... I'll two, you got something? All right. Two, two Renaissance drinking songs. May they not be unforgotten. <laughs> Fuck them all. All right. Cheers.